You are tuning in to Damn Straight Radio. Brought to you by Damn Straight Entertainment. Supporting live, local, and underground bands from the state of New Jersey and beyond. Uh, Mike? I'm Ronnie with Damn Straight Entertainment, and holy fucking shit, we had one hell of a night tonight, didn't we? Oh, that, uh, oh my god. It was amazing. Of course. From one to slam, how slam did it slam? I can't count that like that, man. It started off with everybody being late and not showing up, blah, blah, blah. Then I got stressed out, and then Moth Guts came on, and I'm like, oh my god. How do you do that? I mean, yo, I don't know, man. Moth Guts. That, that, That band name alone. Then they were like playing this backwards, like, metal stuff and the guys playing the sax and I don't know. But let's get into this interview. Who are we here and We're here with Markamag Black. They just played here, so you can go ahead and introduce yourselves, what you do. I'm Eddie, I play drums. <laughs> I'm Tanya, I'm the vocalist. Uh, Arthur and I play bass. Uh Dan I play guitar. John I play guitar. Finally I know her name is Tanya and it's not Tanya. <laughs> the whole right, time I thought that. All right, good. So let's just get started with this. So you just played with Andy Vessel, Ingrid Life, Norville, and Mop Cuts. What did you guys think? It was awesome. It was <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All the bands were sick. Yeah, it was a great show, man. Glad we could make it out. Awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us. We had a good time. Yeah, those were some really fun, cool bands. Hell yeah. All right, so. Uh, I forgot the interview questions, but. Uh, you can go run out and get them, but the first question usually is Wawa or Sheets? Haven't been to Wawa. I have been to Sheets, and it is an experience. I like Wawa. Do they have Wawa in Long Island? No, no Wawa. 7-Eleven? 7-Eleven has the, uh, the monopoly on, on the uh, convenience or, stores. Or CVS. Or CVS, yeah, that too. I just went to Wawa for the first time today. Oh, cool. nice. Yeah, We're going to go there after. He said a Kit Kat from Wawa was the best Kit Kat he ever had. So oh, my <laughs> God. Sponsorship. Go Wawa. Wawa. So I, guess Wawa. I guess Wawa rules it all. All right, cool. So, um, <laughs> oh, my. What was that? <laughs> oh, man. My like voice is old, up. You sound like a 50-year-old man that smokes too much. <laughs> I don't even smoke, man. All right, let's go. <laughs> all right, cool. So um, how did you guys get started with this? Um, I mean, I, I guess I, me and John have been friends since like 2009. Um, we've been trying to start a project for the last couple of years, and then we got Eddie in the group um, not too long after. So we've been together for like a year, and then I found Artie and Dan, which are the perfect pieces to match everything, and we've been together for like a year and a half. Wow. So yeah, took a long time to find the perfect members, but this is the group here. So we're really happy with each other. Okay, nice. awesome. My question is, how'd you find us? Because we randomly <laughs> got like an email or something. They're like, hey, can you book my... I think you found me first and then maybe Ernie. Yeah. I don't remember. Someone found us individually before we were damn straight. Probably me, yeah. Because I do the booking. So. Okay, yeah. cool. You guys are great. Well, <laughs> we you. found the band by accident because they did a sponsored ad. What was it? The ba- the sponsored ad on Instagram? A couple of them we found. Like I found the band that was playing uh, Riot Fest and he yeah. found another one, White Reaper. And yeah. then you found... Uh, what was that that local band we booked? Uh, the um, 
the Filipino pop punk band? Uh, and, uh, it was when it was before DSC when I was doing yeah. my own thing. They found my commercial when I used to book under my own name. It was they found it on Facebook. They hit me up one shows. I gave them two shows so far. And yep. um and those are our boys. And we have yet to get them a DSE show. Oh, so one of these they will have a DSE show. Yep. Uh where'd the name come from? Uh, Cause it's basically black black. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we booked a band called the Black Black. Yeah, they're a dance punk band from Brooklyn. Yep, and they have the the Guns N' Roses thing. It just says the Black Black. With yeah, the I have that shirt. Yep, but let's get back to that. Uh, we were just trying to come up with stuff, and we, you know, something that uh, it's ambiguous. It's you know, it's got a bunch of different meanings to it. You know, and it kind of rolls off the tongue, and you can't forget it. So. About it, yeah. Hmm. Just trying to come up with something that fits. All right, all right, cool. So, um, what's been your favorite venue to play so far? It could be anywhere. Oh wow, I don't know. This one was pretty cool. They're mm -hmm. all they're all awesome. I don't know. I, I like yeah. the reaction when people walk in. Like, wait, we're playing at the library. <laughs> it's basically a bank from like, and it used to be the Bank of Flemington or something like that. Some yeah, guy so I know. I think it was like a PNC bank based on uh, Google Street View from like years ago because they do archive it. According to my friend, when he was young, he said he used to go to this bank as a kid. Mm -hmm. He's no, like, yeah. we play a whole bunch of different um, interesting places, mm -hmm. and uh, they all have their thing. You know, yeah. it's it's usually all about the crowd that's out there and mm -hmm. how they respond to the music and exactly. you know when they get into it really you know crazy we, mm -hmm. we get into it even more so it's it's kind of hard to judge like what our favorite venue is it's more or less the people that come down and, and, and rock mm -hmm. out you know it's cool so. this this next question might break up the band but who's the best looking member oh, Arthur uh, <laughs> Arthur is <laughs> Artie Artie gets all the girls uh, I don't know what about Tanya I mean <laughs> It's fair, like, I feel like, people, like, like kind of a large portion of the audience comes out for, like... True. <laughs> no comment. It's so cute, he doesn't know how to answer it. <laughs> I told you he's a shy one. No, Artie's a, Artie's a handsome man, you know. As far Hell as the yeah. men in the group, yeah, you know, he's he's he's, he's a handsome man, but uh, he's so, uh, short, cute, and Italian, you know, so uh, Eddie over there, so I don't know. Hey. I guess it's, in the men department, I guess that's it, but, you know, Tanya wins the votes there, so... Damn. Oh, my... That's cheating. Uh. All right, cool. So um, we're going to do another food question. Do you have a favorite pizza spot? Oh, Eddie's answer. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I have a lot of them, actually. Uh, yeah, there's a place called, shout out to Phil's Pizza 2. It's in Massapequa Park on Long Island. They got a tomato and mozzarella slice. If you haven't Ooh. tried that with a little balsamic glaze, you're fucking up. So you need to try that out. That is that is the craziest slice you'll ever have. Hey. You know what it is? They don't. Their ingredients are out of control. The the, the tomatoes they're ripe as uh, ripe can be, even in the winter. I don't know. So yeah, okay. that's about it. Anybody else? Tomato and basil. Anybody else got a favorite pizza spot? Uh, yeah, uh, Dominic's Pizza in uh, Lindenhurst, Long Island. Okay. Best pizza around. Cool. What about you, I mean. I just love pizza, so anyway, it's anyway, it's good. But um, ah, fuck. We should see if it matches with Muck's answers. Oh man, uh, there's this place in uh, where I grew up in uh, in Queens called uh, Center Pizza, which was always really good. So. Okay. Cool. Uh, I don't know. I'm Chuck E. Cheese. About pizza, as I think everyone else is. Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. I love how they reuse their slices. They're on. They're on Grubhub. <laughs> <laughs> they they have Grubhub delivery for their pizza. 
All right, and the winner goes to... Wait, wait, we forgot one. Oh, Three Brothers, because I'm vegan, so Three Brothers Pizza and Farmingdale are the best. Okay, so. cool. Lovely. Um, what is that one band or album that changed your life? Ooh. Oh, wow, how do you answer that one? Too many. Too fucking many. Like, pick up one, yo, anything in particular, or, you know, just... Like, maybe anything. the album you listened to growing up that got you into metal? After the Burial. After the Burial, Rare Form, for oh, sure. Oh, my God. Nice. I saw that tour, they I saw Gramercy Theater tour right when right after when Justin passed away. Yeah, and there was just like some group of kids that came in and they had a sign. They said, We miss you, Justin, and I just got the goosebumps off that. Yeah. Like and I saw that. after the burial uh with Acacia Strain, they were both doing Is that album the tours. Side stage VIP that you had? Well, it wasn't really a side stage because they didn't actually have like an actual room for side <laughs> stage. They just gave us like VIP seats and that was a good view. Um Okay. But yeah, I went over there, it was after the burial doing rare form for 10 year, ten year anniversary and uh, Acacia Strain Continent 10 year anniversary and I got the VIP Stack. for that. I got signed vinyl for it and I have yet to spin it but, you know, that entire show is great. Oh, and yeah. I got a photo after the burial with the vinyl and when I, when everybody did the whole group photo, I did the hard stance with the bass player because <laughs> I kept saying fucking A because that's why I say other than them straight. Yep. <laughs> All right. So moving on with the question. Oh. Uh, I have like landmark albums that changed my yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? You can tell us. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. When I was a kid and I heard In Flames Claim Man, that was like the first introduction to okay. like this shit. And then after after that, it was probably Opeth's Blackwater Park. Mm-hmm. And after that, the next landmark thing was um, uh, Evergrey's Recreation Day. That was in there. I mean, we're going like way back, mm-hmm. and then. You know, the Faceless Akeldama, that was Ooh. a crazy album. Uh, Ion Dissonance's Curse, if you Holy haven't heard shit. that. If you haven't heard that, you don't know what heavy is. I like saw Ion Dissonance that once. Yeah. That was yeah. violent. You don't. Yeah. Yo, don't. people were getting knocked out when I saw them. It was Iron Dissonance, a bunch of local bands, Hell Followed With, and uh, Arsonists Get All the Girls. And that was one of the most violent shows I've ever been to. I just saw kids going off. Dude, and I... W- I went to that show, not to cut you off. Man. Yeah, I went to it was in show. Jersey. I don't know. Maybe they had it at, like, Dock Street. They, they had it on Long Island. Long at Island. A, at a place called the e- Ethical Humanist Society. Dude, I saw shit that I never saw in my life. Oh, yeah. Day. I don't even want to say it on the interview because I don't want to get the story wrong. Oh, no. Yeah, but, like, fine. somebody got, yeah. you know. That, that, I don't at know my show, somebody wrong. got, too. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know what happened. I can't happened. say somebody what they got. got. Somebody, somebody got, got. Somebody got. Somebody get got. Yeah, somebody get got. <laughs> exactly. See? You know, that's why those bands aren't around anymore. Too many people got, and then they're like, shit, they get. we got to go. But uh, oh, they just me, put out um, Kind of in the same boat as Eddie. I mean, I have a lot of albums that influenced me throughout the years. I mean, the first album that really kind of got me into music was uh, Faith No More's Angel Dust. And uh, that really, what kind of wanted me to play guitar was uh, definitely Vulgar Display of Power and, you know, uh, Morbid Angel, uh, Domination and Covenant, Suffocations, Pierce from Within, you know, all those albums mm-hmm. kind of um, sweet showed me to the world of brutality, but yet keeping it musical. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Somebody, all that stuff. Somebody you know? the other day, actually, what was, what was the band? Look What I Did? Yes. They just said... Uh, Angel Dust, Angel Dust. yeah, by Faith yeah. No More. That's One pretty cool. Of the greatest albums ever so made, in my opinion. Two interviews in a row, they both said that as an influence. Yeah, sweet. Lovely. 
That was my turn. Yes, um, it is. Um, I guess like like everybody else before me, uh, this is just a lot, you know. Uh, I guess uh, Metallica Ride the Lightning is really what got me like interested mm. in metal because I at the time I was a young kid and I really didn't know much about it. I mean, I liked the bands like Nirvana and um, and Green Day at the time when I was you know uh, middle school age. But then mm. I heard uh, Metallica, and then not too long after that. I heard uh, Pantera, Southern Trenkill, great Southern Trenkill album. That was really sick. Uh, but uh, other out like the Deftones is huge. I uh, love the Deftones, Around oh, the yeah. Fur. Um, it's great, great influential record for me. Mm. Um, and then, you know, bands like Unearth and Killswitch Engage, you know, Slipknot when they first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the list goes on and on. Uh, but I'm definitely a very big hardcore guy. Um, yep. Sweet. How would you guys feel opening up for a Slipknot cover band that only does self-titled? <laughs> There's a local right. band in Jersey, and they're called like Under the Sick or something like that, and they're a Slipknot cover band, and they actually have a guy that plays like the Tin Can. No he has like a whole drum yeah, set and everything. That's awesome. Yep, I've been wanting to book them for a long time. Uh, so like albums that like changed our lives it mm-hmm. was I, I mean the first one that comes to mind is probably dope throne by electric wizard and then okay. like dark side of the moon but that sounds pretty cliche no that's nice. a great album um yeah also ride the lightning like dan said yeah it's fucking great albums hell yeah, yeah. all right um what's been the biggest challenges with this band Honestly, we haven't had many challenges. We all really, we really get along really well, and we um, we all click. We all play our certain roles, and things have been going great for us. We really can't. I can't think of anything, honestly. Yeah, that's no, really wonderful. We're, we're really thankful. <laughs> so. You know, if when you get a, you know band members that you know do well together, and you know nothing you know bad happens, you know it's perfect. You know, yeah. you know, you know it's the perfect formation. Uh, we're not making music. What are your hobbies? I love animals so much, so I try to do rescue work, and I work with wildlife. Don't make fun of me, John. I'm just smiling. No, I love animals, so. No, I'm not going to cry. (laughs) No, I love animals. I usually see dog pictures. Anything to help with animals, uh, I love doing. I saw, Um, like, I'm also a big video game nerd. You rescued a turtle walking across the street or something? Yeah, I used to be a um, a vet tech for uh, turtle rescue. Oh, that's Um, awesome. I love video games, too, though, so aside from animals and metal. uh, Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Best games in the world, Bethesda's amazing. I love Animal Crossing. Best company ever. Nice. Switch all day. What do I do on my off time? Yeah. Yep. Uh, jerk off? No. <laughs> I'm not calling li- you a jerk li- off. Listen. I'm saying, do you jerk off? Uh, do I? <laughs> I mean, I do. But I no, I didn't. All right. Oh let, let's get back on topic now. Yeah. What are you doing here? Damn. Yeah, I was going to say, if, 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 you ha- if you have a dick, you've done it. Oh, my oh. God. All right, all right. Don't judge me. I might all right, not. all right. No, really. Yeah. Right, no. I, I, I'm, I'm a big... Uh, Music pretty much consumes me, man. I'm I'm a vinyl record collector. Oh, so we're both big in vinyl. Yeah, too. And, and and CD too. So I I basically when I get home from work, I just lock myself in a room and I just let the shit spin. And uh, you know, I I you know I have Spotify, but I I only use it to like check stuff out. Mm-hmm. When I like it, I, I have to buy it because yeah. I can't I can't. The 320 MP3s, the off-stream, the quality is just not there. You know what yep. I mean? Like, I understand most people do Ernie's that. Ernie's a vinyl nut. He has, like, a $2,000 yeah. turntable. Nah, not really. Um, It's it's uh, half a grand uh, setup. It's uh, Audio-Technica LP120 and uh, Audio Engine 
A2 Plus speakers. That's it. It's very simple, and you know, it works well for me. You know, it sounds great. You know, for my ears and whatnot. You know. I have that exact same turntable. Holy shit! How many? How much? Let, let's see who has the most vinyl. I how much do you have? I have like at least three hundred. I have yet to check. Um, but for every uh cube that has you know my records, I have like forty-five per cube, and I have like six full cubes. So take forty-five times six. You know, I can't do the math right now. But you plus, know. you have an obsession with vinyl because you don't even know what comes in the mail. And the thing is, uh, last thing I got in the mail as of this interview was a uh, 7-inch by TSLL, which was just put out by uh, Slope Records. Um, and I put that up on Instagram. I always put anything that I get in the mail on Instagram because, you know, that's what I like to do. And I always you know, share on Facebook as well. And anything that I get from record stores, I tend to share sometimes. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And, you know, I have a lot of 7-inches as well, as well as a few 10-inches and some flexi-disc. And I always take part in Record Store Day. And, yeah, now I'm going to stop because you want me to. <laughs> You're a madman, and you can't be stopped. But, uh, yeah, mine was <laughs> mine was Kawanashi, their latest album, and that was that's phenomenal. And it came with a free CD. It came with the Fall of Troy's new album, so that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go. They played. They played a show and they said they're putting out new vinyl, so or new albums, so that's pretty cool. But we have other members that we want to ask what they do on their free time when they're not making music. Uh, all right, yeah, I like to. Uh, I myself like to play video games. I like to read movies. Uh, yeah, I'm not that interesting. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna pass it along to Danny Boy here. Uh, I'm kind of like Eddie. Uh, I'm always thinking about music. So I'm either playing guitar all the time, or oh, or, or uh, listening to music. Uh, what else? I watch a lot of I watch a lot of Friends on Netflix. So I watch Botched. Great, great piece of reality television. All I watch is porn. Porn and Botched um, consumes my life when I'm not playing okay. guitar. Uh, if you haven't checked out Botched. You Isn't are that doing the yourself a disservice. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the band. No, box. it's just so Tanya and I watch reality TV when we're on the road. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun. It's fun. It's when uh, people that have Newark, botched Jersey? plastic surgery and they go and get it fixed. It's a great show. That's fine. Fuck the Jersey Shore. That show's a piece no, of shit. Yeah. It's all <laughs> fake stage yeah. shit. I don't know. My life's a reality show. Like Eddie, I kind of, uh, I don't know, I feel like music kind of consumes me. I don't know, everyone's taking his answer, though. I mean, first thing that comes to mind is probably, like, I occasionally I'll read. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> I'm very slow with it. Somebody was reading in here earlier. It was, like, one oh, of the bands yeah, or something. Yeah, was that was this, you? The Sylvia Plath book. Cool. It was, yeah, it, was, it actually was pretty interesting <laughs> immediately, so that was cool. Immediately. <laughs> it's another one of those make-or-break questions. Does pineapple go on pizza? <laughs> I've never tried it, but I love pineapple. Pineapple and ham is, oh my god, so good. Pineapple goes hard. <laughs> what? Oh my. Pineapple and rum. Pineapple, bacon, and ham, buddy. Love okay. it. Okay, all right. Goes on everything. Uh, my girlfriend will probably kill me because I love pineapple on pizza. It's so. She good. makes fun of me all the time for it. So, but hey. Put anything on pizza. I like it. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pineapple and ice cream is pretty good. I actually, 
I, I dig pineapple on pizza, but you can like the ham that can uh, get the fuck out of here. Like, oh damn, Hayton, throwing shade. Bacon's good, bro. You gotta ask the ultimate question, but you gotta say it really slow. Yes. And you gotta screw them over with it because, yes, because no one can figure it out. Ever. Yes, it is. You know the question that will stump everybody. The band last last time, like last week, didn't even know what the fuck we were talking about. They were like, "Wait, what?" Pretty much that's everyone. So. Yeah. Are donations bigger than a bread box? Wait, what? Are donations bigger than a bread box? Are donations bigger than a bread box? Yep. You're going to have to hold on there a minute. You got to... Ex- okay, so explain so where that came from. Have you guys seen the TV show Ed and Eddie? Ed and Eddie, yeah. That's where it came from. It came from one of the episodes. Oh. Explain. Yeah, so there was an episode where the Eds have a telephone event and the character Ed, he goes looking for donations and the character Eddie, he gets a phone call and Eddie's like, Ed, telephone. Ed's like, Eddie, do you keep donations in the fridge? And he gets hung up on and then a couple minutes later, Eddie picks up again. Ed, telephone. And Ed pops out of the hole. He, he pops out of a hole he made in the floor looking for donations going, are donations bigger than a bread box? And boom, he just gets hung up on out of frustration. <laughs> Love it. So we got like three or four more questions, and then we're gonna end this podcast. But yeah. uh, any tour, any uh, no, that's wrong. What is? Wh- I have this in my mind, and I'm totally reading it wrong. Uh, what would be your ultimate band show? Like, if you could pick your old like tour, what would you do, and why? Like, if you could pick five bands to just be on your dream tour, who would it be, and why? Sick. The Contortionist, Cattle Decapitation, After the Burial, and Cattle Decapitation. Did I say Cattle already? You can say that three times. All right, sorry. Well, that's because I love That's because that band's worth it. just all those bands. Except Sick. Except Sick. I think I saw that tour, like, all together. Yeah, they're from... I think they... How do they spell their name? S-I-K-T-H. Oh, they went on tour with Tooth Grinder. Those are They're amazing. I love Tooth Grinder. And I miss their American... Yep, they were on U.S. tour together. Yeah, that would be for me. You. I don't know. That's a hard one. Monochromatic black times five. Uh, <laughs> Ion dissonance. Um, and it could be like Tiffany. You can put her on a metal shell. Uh, Deaf Heaven would be cool to have. Ooh, I love Deaf Heaven. We saw Heaven. them. Yeah, I s- last time I saw them was when they caught in line with Baroness and Zero and Order uh, was on I that saw tour them too. Back to School Jam. What? I saw them at Back to School Jam like four years ago, and they played with, I think they played Death with Turnstile, yeah. Death Heaven? Yeah, maybe. Death, Death Heaven, they're a post-black metal band. I don't know. Maybe Super Heaven is that band I mix up. <laughs> they are all sound the same. Yeah, their live show is fucking awesome, though, man. I, I'll never forget, I caught them on the Sunbather tour, and I went home. I was just driving home. <laughs> I went by myself. I didn't give a fuck that day. And I, I drove Sounds home. Sounds like Ernie. And the whole drive home, the only thing I was saying to myself was like, whoa, that was sick. That's, like I was, that's I was, Ernie. I was so high off the show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. First time uh, I heard that, him and my uh, one friend, we played a black metal band together, but our activities kind of on and off. Um, and so he showed me uh, Dreamhouse by uh, Deaf Heaven because he wanted me to know more about that, you know, black metal and, you know, songwriting and whatnot, you know, what I can do. And so I was just amazed by it. I bought Sunbaby on CD and I ended up getting, you know, more of Deaf Heaven's discography. And now I have every Deaf Heaven record on vinyl, even the demo. Yep. Yes. So uh, uh, can the person be alive or dead who was in the band or what's going on here? Was there restrictions on this uh 
question. You can pick there. whoever you want. I mean, I want Nat King Cole to play with Between the Bear to Me. Cool. Hey, man, that would be a great show. All right, so you want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. Let's get funky. All right, I'd like to see um, Typo Negative, Pantera, Faith No More, Queen, uh, Whitney Houston, and uh, and Toto on the same show. That would be fucking amazing. You're weird, John. Um, hey, it's okay thanks, to be buddy. weird. It's okay to be weird. <laughs> um, definitely the Deftones. Uh, who else? Uh, Pantera, because I fucking love Dime. Um, yep. Slipknot, first first album, Slipknot. That's why I have to specify first album, Slipknot. <laughs> first album, Slipknot. Huh? I mean, nothing. I just like that era of Slipknot. <laughs> Uh, Kill Switch Engage, 195%. Hate Breed, Full Blown Chaos. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, my God. The list goes on and on. Holy shit. Every single one of my favorite Full bands. Full Blown Chaos. Yo, raise the man. Every single one of my favorite I bands and then my that. band. That's the tour that I want. Right. Yeah. I, no one said you can't put your band on that tour, by the way. <laughs> I would put my band on the tour and I don't have one because we broke up. Yeah. <laughs> we played two shows and broke up. You could get like Sun and Hate Eternal and Primitive Man all in the same bill. That'd probably be the Holy like shit. most insane show. Didn't Primitive Man play possible. at the Meat Locker? I think. <laughs> I think they I did. They did. With, uh, Yo, Waking the Cadavers playing at the Meat Locker. Like? Someone's gonna get slaughtered. Yeah. All right. So, what is any advice that you could give to anyone who's trying to start a band who wants to get out there, play as many shows as they can, and go out on the road and tour? Work hard, practice, and find the right people. All of that. And, uh, yeah, you, you got to find a sound that you're passionate about. You know, don't just look at what's going on in the scene and going, oh, I got to do that. Because the reality. Some people do. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we see it all the time, you know. And, I, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But ultimately, find out what you could say that's not being said because that's. You know, this is kind of crazy how I'm going to say this, but music is an expression of who we are, right? So if everybody's DNA is different, everybody's music should be different, you know what I mean? If you're really honest with yourself. And sometimes it's hard to find yourself, so you might sound like other bands and stuff like that. I mean, in, in my early writing, way back when I was a kid, I, some of those riffs, I almost sound exactly like Born of Osiris and all these other bands. Yeah, I and I, I would listen back and I'd be like, yo, did I just rip that off? You know, and then I would scrap it and be like, nah, it's too safe, you know. But you just got to keep writing and then as time goes on, you kind of figure out who you are. So, yeah, that was a little long-winded, but there you go. Maybe that helps somebody. I'd have to agree with uh, <laughs> Tanya mostly on this one. Uh, work hard, practice nonstop, and uh, most importantly, find the right people because... The easy part is writing the music. It's more or less uh, being in close quarters with uh, other people and working together to try to make you know keep a machine going. And it's a lot of work. So uh, be ready to work hard and uh, keep your day job. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, man, now I'm starting to sound like a smoker, but I'll smoke. <laughs> uh, well, um, I guess everything that's. Uh, Everything that's been said is super, super important. It's it's very important to just you have to get out there and just um, play shows, play and play and play, play anywhere, everywhere, play to two people, play to two thousand people. Yep. Um, but uh, just also, you know, 
uh, how do I say? Uh, don't be cheap, I guess. Um, don't be cheap with your record. Don't be cheap with your merch. Don't be cheap with your band, your gear. Um, because people notice that sometimes. Well, not sometimes, all the time. Especially with your record. Make sure that you have a great sounding record and that you have a good good set of guys that all are all on the same page and and you all want the same goal in the end. Um, those are the bands that are always successful and are still doing what they're doing and they're still on the road and they're still putting out music and, and things like that. All those bands, they're constantly working and, and just doing what they love. Um, but yeah, that's, that's anything that hasn't been said. Uh, uh, I mean, I think we all know what, what, what you had need to do to, to, uh, I guess to stand out and things like that. But yeah, very important not to be cheap with your, with your record and your, your product pretty much. Yeah. Um, everyone had their say already. Okay. Uh, you guys gonna put out vinyl possibly? Because I would love that album on vinyl. Yes. I'll pay all the money in the world to yeah, get it, right. even if it's just two. Me and Ernie. John, I'll take I can it. I can give details. Well, yeah. I mean, that's uh, we'll, we'll we plan on releasing vinyl pretty, uh, you know, relatively soon. So uh, just keep an eye out for it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So there you go. Nice. Eventually. So uh, I, I, one of the members has to give us a track-by-track track name listing because when me and Ernie go around and say we like this song, we're like, oh, I don't know, track number two because I don't know what it's what it means. Okay, so so you got to like uh, tell us in what it says because I had to ask her what the name of the album was because I thought it meant it said pneumonia because it had like the, the spelling and I'm like, and he said he said it right. But yeah. the other songs, I don't really know how to pronounce them. No, no problem. Mm -hmm. uh, the name of the album is Numa. Uh, the first song is Degradation. Uh, song two is Phosphines. Song three is Visage. Song four is uh, Dreamcatcher. Five is uh, Warmth of the Sun. And six is The Herd. Cool. Sweet. Lovely. Now people will know how it's pronounced. There you go. Big Cartel, baby. Uh, yeah, buddy. Big Cartel? How do we find you guys online? Uh, Big Cartel uh, slash Monochromatic Black. Hmm. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Google Plus, whatever it's uh, Amazon, we're everywhere. So I could ask, uh, okay, Google, play. Uh, okay, Google, play monochromatic black. For that, you'll need to unlock your phone. Uh. <laughs> Playing monochromatic black on Spotify. Ah, oh, nice. nice. Lovely. <laughs> All right, that's all. That's how technology works. Yep, I love it. Advanced technology at its finest. It's yeah. cool and all, but sometimes it can be dangerous. Um, let's think of let's think of one more question. One last question, the ultimate one. We asked you how to. F oh, oh, the uh, he said the ultimate. This is the question that we didn't ask. When eating a black and white cookie, what side do you eat first? I can't eat those. <laughs> Darn. They have vegan you, versions I'll of it. I never go right down the middle. That's it. Yes. Then I have to give you one. Uh, I like vanilla, so I'm going to say vanilla. I don't... Mm. Uh, I'm with Eddie. I eat the, I eat the, I eat the white side first. The white? White? Cool Whip? 
Uh, eat the top side, the side with the icing, and leave the boring bread stuff. You're right. <laughs> uh, you know, okay. But, uh, well, yeah. Right down the middle. Uh, eventually, you know, you got to kind of go to the one side, but I like to kind of... You got to pick a side. I don't have to pick a side. So, uh... No discrimination pick a side, of the cookie like politics. <laughs> pick a side. So... <laughs> joking joke. I'm joking. So let's keep politics out of this. So now because, that uh, you know. now that 2019 is coming to an end, or as the board says, 29 scene. Uh, what's in store in 2020 for uh, Monochromatic Black? We we have an awesome tour that um, I worked really hard on booking. We're gonna be at NAM in California, so we're gonna be playing shows um, all the way there and back. So we're really excited to see all these different states we haven't been to, meet different people, and we're really excited. A new album coming too. More shows and yeah, so oh my god, a lot of good stuff. Phenomenal. Yeah. I guess she summed it all up. Uh, <laughs> any last words? You guys are great, and thank you so much for interviewing us and the awesome show. You're welcome. Yeah, likewise, exactly what she said. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for having us, and uh, don't forget to check us out at uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. And yeah, monochromatic black. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't be a creep. Uh, don't go to school because it costs too much money. And uh, don't do drugs. And uh, just go to a show and don't be a creep because lately in the scene, I've been seeing too many fucking stupid shit go on and everyone has to like vacate and run away. Because they do dumb shit. So don't do yeah. dumb shit. Like, and, yo, they're just too scared like, to, you know, to just face the reality like, There's of a what couple happens. people that we have blacklisted from our shows for doing dumb shit to other people, and we don't want that. Yeah, you know, we don't want, you know, anybody you know, to do any space. harm. It's a safe space. Yeah. So don't do the wrong thing, and uh, come to a show and hang out and uh, punch your friends in the face, but uh, <laughs> don't punch <laughs> girls in the face. Only at hardcore shows, but, but you know, uh, just yeah. respect each other, and you know, we'll all be, you know, a unity. Just go online, look up Dying Fetus lyrics, and then uh, talk to your mom about it. Because that's not good. And then show them the album cover to Wrong One to Fuck With. You mean Wrong One to Beep? Uh, yeah, that's, you know, the uh, censored version, you know. Or yeah. just Cannibal Corpse lyrics. Or Cal Decapitation, because Cal Decapitation, they're going really but hard. Yeah, all right. We're or watch the uh, music video for First Generation Reassignment by Cal Decapitation. Okay, we're going to end this, and <laughs> this just got like a thank black metal podcast. But uh, thank you for listening to another edition of Damn Straight Radio. You could check us out on iTunes, I think, if that's still a thing. You could check us on, uh, I guess, Apple Music, Spotify. Just go on damnstraightent.com. Yes. And uh, check it out. And it says podcast. Click it. Check it out all over the place. And uh, support local music and occupy a venue near you. Because if you're not coming to shows and we're putting shows on, then there's nobody there. Then what the hell are we doing this for? And it doesn't matter where the venue is. It could be over here at Thunder DIY, which is a former bank. It could be over at uh, Michael's Inn. It could be anywhere. It could be a basement in New Brunswick, or it could be some guy's living room. It could be in room. Long Island, all the way at Amityville. It could be in someone's garage, someone's front lawn. It could be in some guy's storage unit. It could be in somebody's kitchen. It could be at your mom's house. It could be at Denny's. Yes. Do you see that wacko Denny's set? What the fuck's up, Denny's? That was from the OG Denny's The guy's Denny's like show. senior special? What the fuck's up, Denny's? <laughs> yes. But yes, we're going to go on a Wawa run because that's what Damn Straight does because there's no sheets around here. Yeah. And we're not going to quick check because I don't want a soggy soap. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening and uh, support local music and 
check us out. We got a whole bunch of shows coming up. So uh, check us out, damnstraightent.com. Yes, indeed. And uh, come occupy a venue and uh, come mosh around with us because why not? Because we think you're awesome and we're awesome. So check it out, Damn Straight Entertainment. Damn Straight. Exactly, boy. All right.